Do you like tacos? And also, do you know where the caption's at? Well, I... What kind of question is that? Of course I like tacos. Aren't the captions every Friday on our show? Yes, they are. That's fucking weird. Uh, yeah, I like tacos. Why do you ask? Because there's a place <laughs> that has the most delicious... Delicious. Terrific. Terrific. Tacos. Uh, I would hope so with what you were talking about. Were, and also... Margaritas. Margaritas. Cervezas. Cervezas. Of the Spanish words. Sangria. Sangria. Salud. Salud. Burrito? No. No burritos. No burritos. Wait, wait, hold on. You're not talking about T-Birds, are you? I'm talking about T to the bird with a Y. Why? Because it's fan-fucking-tastic. Roscoe. Yeah. Oh, finally I get to speak. You've been here the whole time just watching. I know. Just eating these tacos. I know, you can't stop, dude. What's wrong with you? Because tacos are delicious and these chicken sauces in, in this nice good old... What did you say chicken sauces? I showed it. <laughs> What's a chicken but sauce? But the sauce, that this uh, this good old cream sauce on these chicken tacos. You mean oh, the white sauce? I or the, my fault, the blanco? Queso. Queso. Bandito. Oh. Queso blanco. Adios mio. Yes, and I will say... I love this sauce for my margaritas. They, they salted nicely. T-Bird's Tacos is right across the alley from where we record every week, and that is going to be over at 26 East Kiowa Street, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80903. Great staff there. We get some. Amazing good. staff. Yes, and if you think this promo is ridiculous, that's how good these tacos are, because I can't even form a proper sentence because I'm thinking about the delicious flavors and how they explode in your mouth mm. like a song from a mariachi band. Ay, 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 ay. Yes. <laughs> so make sure you get down to T-Bird's Tacos and tell them that the Escaping Network sent you. Yes. yes. Keep in mind, I got kids. Exactly. It's been nuts. Well, and Indy's a better way to go, I think, because Marvel, as much as I love it, and you and I talk about this all the time. Continuity. Continuity. and it's down a lot of people from jumping into it. Every three weeks, there seems to be another event. Exactly. Or your favorite title gets canceled yep. without a conclusion. <laughs> or you find a story that you might like with 24 tie-ins. Or you were in the main issue, then the tie-in happens, and then it's never the same again. Right, it, which is it, it catches you off step yeah. in the middle of a good storyline because then it's War of the Realms did that. It's like you're running like a marathon, a sprint, and then a bird just flies by. Like, of course <laughs> you get back and keep running, but your pace is all off. Your pace is fucked. You're chasing squirrels. You're chasing yes. squirrels, yes. Oh, squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl had a good team, you know? She was she, she was, she was a bit less. What was that name, her squirrel? Chitter and Chatter or something no, like that? it was something like... Uh, we can eat. That is racist towards squirrels. No, it's not. Or octopuses. Or octopuses! Yo. Octopi? Octopuses? If they eat, is black. Don't turn back. Sure. All right. If they eat, is black. <laughs> That's that where it's at. child is whack. You gotta rhyme with black, not at. Black That's like, at rhyme. Eh, it's like lady and baby. It's close. Yeah, it works. All right, with that, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode of Escaping Podcast. The best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek, nerdy, and everything in between. And by everything in between, I mean uh, that tension between me and Kelsey right now. It's palpable. I am your host, Palpatine? Daniel Roy. It's Palpatine, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Dark side, I see what you do there. Exactly, because we're both a little... Okay, that's <laughs> America. I am Art. your host, Daniel Rojas, joined by... Kels for show, a.k.a. Bad boys, <laughs> come out and play. <laughs> I don't know why that that one out of all your intros made me laugh like that. Yeah, I just wrote. I didn't know. I was ill prepared. For it's it's like, fine. Do something. Michelle is not with us today. She had some other uh, previous engagements. We miss you, Michelle. We'll see you next week when you're back. But yes. today we do have a special guest with us. My name is Andy, and since it's my first time on, it's AKA, well, not a damn thing, because you don't know me, homie, but hey, stick around, find out. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. It's synergy. You know, most of our guests, and this is not a slight on any of our guests, past, present, future, or anywhere in between. We love you all. We love all of you, but why don't you all come with that kind of energy with your name? It's your name. It's just a podcast. It's, it won't bite. Well, okay. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Unless you pay extra. <laughs> Only fans. <laughs> well, we'd have to put the curtains down for that one. That's true. Yeah. 
not too many people out there watching if we're just in here biting each other. Be like TRL. We but then are, you can charge them too. That's what I'm saying. We're, I mean, we are all Carson here. Kaylee. We are recording naked, and that is fine, but that's just how we do it here at Escaping Podcast. Today is actually this finale of our... Squad Goals. That's the one. So what have we talked about so far, Kelsey? We've talked about um, superhero groups or teams in animation. We talked about teams in TV and movies, and we just talked about like us, our favorite overall... Yeah, yeah. Groups of do-gooders. Do-gooders, and sometimes not even do-gooders, but just do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, that, and that's fine, but today, as we normally do, it is the last part, and it is our best of the worst. Today, we're going over bad teams, and you can take that as a few different ways. Teams that don't work together, teams that are villainous, or teams that just straight up suck at their job. Word. So, Kelsey, uh, go ahead and tell, tell me a couple of the teams you want to talk about today. Um, Me, personally, I would like to talk about... The Legion of Doom. Ooh. Gotta do with them. The Sinister yeah. Six. Sinister Six. Honorable mention, the delightful children from down the lane. I had that on my <laughs> list, but I did not I was not gonna get into that. And of course, numero uno, like I'm not a bad guy, but you always have to have your favorite bad guys and none other than the Decepticons. The de- oh my god. What you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't have the good guys without the bad guys, and the heroes are only as great as their villains, so the Transformers couldn't be iconic for us, the Autobots, if they didn't have those iconic counterparts. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I, I was listening to, um, shit, what was it? My Brother, My Brother and Me, or uh, maybe it was the Avengers Zone, but either way, it was a McElroy Brother uh, production, and um, they were talking about Rita Repulsa and all of her henchmen and minions, yeah. and how they were just busted uh, Party City, you know, com- you know yeah. costumes. I, I thought you the were pumpkin the, the pumpkin, yes. I was about to write down that, but once again, like you always say, I find a way to bring it back to power. And so, like, maybe not this week. Maybe <laughs> not this week. Andy, who are some teams that you want to talk about today? Well, you said take bad any way you wanted to. So I took it quite literally. Yes, And okay. I went to, like Kelsey was saying, every good guy has to have a bad guy. So in every 80s cartoon-driven toy kind of buying cartoon, all the good guys had their bad guys. You had, you know, the Team Cobra you had Mumra's team and all Mumra. the way, oh, all through the Thundercats. <laughs> I, man, old school there. But of course, there's one I want to bring up, but we'll get around to that later. And it's, uh, as always on this show, it's going to come back to the Turtles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shredder oh, in God. the foot. Yep. <laughs> Rocksteady and Bebop, yeah. it especially, exactly. man. Those are my guys. Okay, those guys, I mean, yes, they're, they are bumbling idiots, but they are still so. But boss, the Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> there's something so lovable about them, even though they're bad guys, they are not the bad guy. Exactly. <laughs> And, they were, and, Ralph shit right there. and that was one of the things, too, from the latest movie. Like, they finally brought them to the big screen. And probably was, like, the best thing about that. And they were more or less them. Out of all the tur- the recent two Turtle movies, those were the more most authentic to their source material. Which was Kelsey, fascinating. Kelsey, I had a question for you. Go ahead. How come Taylor Perry keeps showing up in movies that I don't expect him to? You gotta make them. You gotta make them checks. I man. mean, is that a me thing? Plus, they shot in Atlanta too. So. Right. Like, I mean, there's there's no reason for me. Like, he can be in any movie he wants. Is that a me thing? Because I don't expect him to be there. Because I just no, expect, it's, expect it's him to be there. I didn't expect him to be in there either. I thought or was Star gonna, Trek. I thought he was gonna turn to Medea real quick. Maybe that's how he becomes Medea. That's what I'm saying. Am I am I putting Best Tyler Perry in a box? Yes. Oh, a black box. A black box. That's why he's never he never dies because. You can't destroy a black dog. He's Schrodinger's black friend. Word, because like the cat? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's Word. a cat. Because you put him in. That's escaping the psychology, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Uh, so a couple <laughs> of the teams that I want to talk about. First off, uh, the original In My Mind, and that would be the Three Stooges. They <laughs> were... <laughs> Jabberjaw. <laughs> Fucking Jabberjaw. Them. And that's something else we've talked about. How come all the animals and like... The nun who the show is named after, they have to have some kind of speech impediment. And like, Jabberjaw, Scooby Doo, yeah. Let's just do Curly, Mecham Curly. Fucking oh, um, Speed Buggy. Speed Buggy. Oh, Zoom. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> the dude had a stutter, you know? But hey, um, so. <laughs> I think it was making more stand outish, unique in a sense, but then that uniqueness okay. becomes a trope. Well, so. Another team that is bad, and this is from comic books, and that is the superior foes of Spider-Man. Word. Uh-huh. These were B-listers and D-listers. Not even C-listers, but they... <laughs> they're some of the worst, lot, not taking uh, seriously villains, but when they come together, there's an actual friendship there. I believe it was Jonathan Hickman's um, Avengers stuff that was happening with Infinity, mm. and everyone was off-planet, and that's when they're like, let's go steal all of Tony Stark's stuff. Oh, yeah, that is that is when that um, occurred. 
And the thing too about these heroes, it's like if they were even in a comic book with Spider Man, you li- he wouldn't even acknowledge it. He would literally like swing by, look down, like this guy web him, and it wouldn't be a whole panel right. and just keep going on to what the story real about. And just these are there. not these are not the big villains in the movies, but these are the ones that he stops on the way in the beginning of the movie. To get to the you know main villain, like that's you what you again? do with B-list results. Exactly, you do it's... it on the hero side too. You know, you do it with the you sidekicks, you team them up and make them Titans. You do it with the B-list too, make them the <laughs> yes, you know man. West Coast Avengers and that kind of shit. Oh my god, it's just tried and true. It's, it's gone all the way back to Batman '66. They made the movie, they took the whole rogues, made them team up. Made exactly, them right, and and because that was the only way they can get something done. Mm-hmm. And even together, they still fail. They still feel pretty hard. Well, the heroes yeah. got to win. Yeah, exactly. Those are the type of villains that start off the video game during the tutorial. <laughs> like, let me show you how to beat somebody up. Yeah, right. Here's, Rocket Racer. Here's how, you, here's how you know that you are not a good villain. When Shocker is in a league above you. Fucking vibrating yeah. hands, Shocker. <laughs> and for real, he doesn't shock, he vibrates. He vibrates. But they're not going to call him the vibrator. Yeah, that was taken, I think. Yeah, that was mom's toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. Marvel Mature. That's it, Ma, what is it, Max? Max yeah, yeah, it's Marvel one of those Max, Max books. Uh, but then didn't they have a, you know what, we're, we're getting off course here. Uh, let's, uh, my first question for you guys today is, uh, what sets them aside? What sets them apart from these main big teams? The ones that, they're, they're household names. They're the ones who everyone knows, oh, if I need something done, Cap and his friends will come and get this done. Luke Cage and his heroes for hire are here. But with these villains, and it was not even villains sometimes, but bad at their jobs or just dysfunctional, what sets them apart in a way that makes them interesting to us? A lot of times when they're new and groundbreaking. I mean, look at the slapstick stuff going back to your stooges. It didn't matter who was with Larry and Mo. You know, right, you could right. throw in Joe, Shimp, Curly, Kevin, Karen. It didn't matter. It didn't <laughs> matter because those two just carried it. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, wait. So, so, with the stooges, I'm assuming you watched them when you were younger as well. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, we, we all know the stooges. Yeah. Um, why was that so interesting? Why, why, did we, why did that keep us coming back for more, in your guys' opinion? I would say... For the entertain the entertainment values to see what wacky shenanigans they were getting to next and how they just constantly managed to mess up but yet still found work right. in the show like they were like repairman destroyed the whole building building they were caterers messed up all the case waiters food everywhere except for in the people's mouths but it was like the slapstick <laughs> it was the comedy and it was just seeing how they will pull this off week in and week out. And they have superpowers, too. If you think about it, you get smashed in the face with a hammer. You get an anvil <laughs> dropped on you. They were live-action Looney Tunes. You're absolutely the right. The precursor to Jackass. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. The first ass. <laughs> <laughs> the first ass. I like that. I like that a lot. So um, then, okay, so, so that's for the bumbling. Now, what about the bad? Because we all know, we all, we all like to root for a bad guy every now and then. We all like to have our favorite baddies. You're, you have Decepticons. What about the Decepticons kept you coming back to them? I would guess it was just more or less it would have been the power struggle, more or less, between Megatron and Starscream. And Starscream because you're always like, why does Megatron keep him around if he's always <laughs> trying to one-up him and undermine him? It's because even though Starscream is sketchy, he's manipulative, he's good at his job. And he can corral people. He's got he's got that gift of gab. He's much he's very low-key-ish in that dynamic of that squad. So you need somebody in second command, even though you can't trust him. You know that, but also you know he can get the job done. He doesn't do it a lot. Is that kind of fall into the category of keep your uh, friends closer and enemies closer? Because course. if Starscream went off on his own. He could probably rally some other Decepticons and come and kick Megatron's ass. And that's what's real fascinating too. Like once you get into the comic books, because like I said before, I I used to make the statements like, only thing I need from Michael Bay movies or Transformers is find each other. I don't need plot. It's not that serious. Based on a cartoon. But then once I start reading the comic book more, the comic book is way more in depth. Because even Starscream separates from the Decepticons. He does his own thing because he's about Cybertron. He's not about Autobot. He's more That's he's about exactly like, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not about um, Decepticons. He's not about Autobots. He's about the Cybertronians. So when you have that third party candidate, it's like you see what they all they all they do is fight amongst themselves. <laughs> what have they asked you? What you want at Cybertron? You know, and then he gets the people and Loki, Starscream, Ron, Cybertron. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
You could not even you could even equate that with another villain that we saw on the big screen, Killmonger. Yeah. He's not for Black Panther. He's not for even for just Wakanda. He's for all black people. He's Point like, yo, stop. We need to come together. He's a third party candidate. Exactly. Oh my god. Well goodness. what I thought of was when you brought that up was you got Lord Frieza and you got the guy that brought oh. up as the antihero and he turned on Vegeta. So you got Starscream is like Okay, that was another team, the Ginyu Force. The Ginyu Force. Ah, the poses. The yeah, poses. the original dab. <laughs> dab on Yeah, they're TikTok for Dragon Ball. Oh my oh, god, yeah. they are. The Japanese, they're always ahead oh, of the curve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. They were yeah. out there stunting and flexing and <laughs> sucking and fucking and dicking and because licking and just... Before Goku arrived, they were the baddest fighting force in the known quote unquote galaxy. They so sound that, stupid. Yeah. But don't don't ever <laughs> look down on someone just because of a speech impediment. Because <laughs> Ginyu Force still stood up there. And, uh, oh, yeah. But once you beat everybody up, what are you going to do? You yeah. got to practice some dance moves or something. You know what I mean? Plus, it's the logical next step. It, isn't it? Yeah. Strike a pose. That's what I would do. I mean. Yeah. On the runway, but then they also were louder in their technology too. The scouters like, "Oh, he's absolutely weak. I have to worry about him." Then get his mm. ass rock. Like especially in the Japanese version, Goku literally beat the pass off a raccoon. His butt cheeks out. But of course, on Toonami, they had to edit that out. But well, Captain Ginyu was also the first asshole gamer. Cause I'm gonna beat your, beat me up, beat me up. Oh, take me all the way down. Now let's switch bodies, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and that shit, that shit is so evil and wonderful. Goku's like, what? Goku's like, where's that fucking frog at? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. I, I'm going to have to go back and play that Dragon Ball game again. That was... Literally, me and Russ were talking about that on the way here. Since we're going to be Red Friday, it's going to give us more time. It's like, now I have the, fu- the opportunity, not like I don't, but I have the more opportunity to go back and actually finish this, well, play the DLC with the Super Saiyan God... Um, Story arc. It's fine. I'd say make sure that you, uh, uh, you're going to have to do some grinding. Oh, yeah. Because you, like you got to be at a certain level. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. But then it goes from that whole thing where you're like, oh, level this, I can do easily up to level maybe 50. And then it's like, okay, the next one is 110. Are you at level 110? No, you're level 60. Try it. Yeah. Fuck around <laughs> and then find out. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> So that's some of the bad, but you so you were saying with the bad guys, you know, you, you got to have someone to, you know. There back. is no good guy without an equal and opposite bad guy. Yeah. You got to have the reaction. Totally. There's no Superman without Lex. There's no Batman without the Joker, at least somebody, you know, and they're always going to bounce around a little bit. And that's what I love about the villains is a good guy always has the same motivation. I want to do what's right. I want to do what's moral. I got to right. make mommy and daddy proud or some <laughs> bullshit like that. But the bad guys have so many diverse reasons. You know, some want to take over the world. Some want the money. Some want the power. Some just want to blow something up. Exactly. But they are so dynamic in their, their motivations and their reasoning. And plus, when you're going back into animation and stuff, I always love doing that and, like, copying those guys. They have the best voices, you know? It's great. Yeah. Oh, and I, you, you've done voice acting, and so a little bit about that. So, uh... Who's one of your favorite uh, villain voices? Oh, man, I walk around doing Mumra all day. Uh, I used to love <laughs> Can that. Can we get a, a taste kid. of that oh. here? Oh, Ancient spirits of evil <laughs> transform this decayed form yeah. to Mumra, the ever-living. <laughs> the mama be the other. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah. So Mumra. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, see, okay, I was a sucker for toys. And <laughs> I never got were. the toys we on the first were. run. You know, I grew up uh-huh. a poor kid. If you couldn't buy it on food stamps or at a yard sale, I didn't have it. That you don't have it. But the thing it's was, bad. parents were always throwing away these toys. And so my mom would bring home collections of like He-Man and Thundercats mm. and all this shit like that. So she'd bring some home home. And I loved the Thundercats because it was like every single episode, every single season, they were selling a new toy, That's, a new yeah, vehicle, a right. new something. And it was just, it's like getting and a new skin it. on my Fortnite character. I wanted to get it done, you know what I mean? And they knew that with every week. They could, okay, what animators, what do we got? What do we got? How are we upgrading this, uh, you know, this year? How are we upgrading that? What's the new costume? Yeah, exactly. So, so Mumra, so tell me about that team. Tell me about, uh, so, so what's Mumra's goal? Mumra, he's just, he is the guy. He's lived for years and years and lived through. Actually, if you get into the, the lore of it all, he's gone through several generations of Thundercats. And, mm-hmm. and he's, he's just fighting. He wants Third Earth, which is, you know, an alternate universe Earth. Sure, sure. You know, and they even call it Third Earth. I don't yeah. know. A, what <laughs> yeah. happened to the first two Earths? Yeah, that's the question. That's the thing. If, if Zoe is the new girl, who is the old girl? 
Yeah. So. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it, it was just it didn't change. And some years you'd bring in the berserkers, and you were bringing up the mutants, and, yeah. and it was just a new toy would come out, and it was a, it, they all did something different. You know, yeah. now you got this guy that rolls around <laughs> on his chest, and <laughs> right, and what's that all about? Yeah. Like, oh my you, god, um, get the lunatics in the final season too, and they was also from Thundera as well. But they was like the super villains of that planet, and when they came in, it changed the game because that's the first time we saw the Sword of Omens get broken. Just Willy nilly, like it wasn't right. nothing. So it's Throne, like just, it's like on Power Rangers when the doors get destroyed. You sitting there like, yo, what, what the hell? Is-? Or the first time, because now it's been done too many times. Yeah, but the first yo, time, Cat's shield gets broken. Yes, and everyone's like, who the fuck is strong enough to break Cat's exactly. shield? They wrote They're that thing playing. to be indestructible. And it does even like in Infinity War when you brought up, it wasn't even like. I mean, Endgame it wasn't like stop the press. It was just happening. You're like, wait, he's yeah, that's right. supposed to be that's the, the yeah. In, in Endgame, when he's just chopping at yeah, it and chopping yeah. at it, and you're like, oh, so damn, you could have done this the whole time. Now you're pissed. But <laughs> 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 like, you hit me with that dude's hammer. I don't like that. You just threw my wolf in the fire. <laughs> you shouldn't have your wolf jumping at my ass. You knocked the dye out of her hair. He punched the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> Even though they didn't work in tandem, they, they, were still, they still had a common goal. They were, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not or, I mean, or a bit organized, yes. Yes. But um, like a syndicate. Yeah. yeah. Or when, like the crime syndicate. Yeah, you got that one guy on top who's really having everyone do his yeah. dirty work for him by telling him, oh, you want this too. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. Like you want this too. Yes. You are Ramona back. Scott's no good. Right. You remember, you remember how good that one week you dated in seventh grade was? Yeah, she loves you. Obviously, you're going to be the one that she picks, and that's not how it goes. No. So out of out of the the evil exes, because it's not set. Is it seven? Yeah, exes. But the question is, okay, because it was an ex boyfriend. Hold on, hold on, because we, we've got we've got um, Patak, uh, Patel, uh, Nick. What is his, what's his first name? Gideon. No, no, no. I'm no. saying, I'm just naming Oh, you're going from Gideon? Yeah, Okay, Gideon. Gideon. Then you had the Indian dude, I think. That's who I'm asking what's, what's his last name. Mm-hmm. So Patel. Yeah. So him, so let's start from the beginning. Him, Patel. Uh, then you've got uh, the second one, which is, is that Brandon Routh's character? It's not. No, no, it's not uh, Brandon Routh. Who is Routh. that? Who is that? It was, it might have been the girl. No. She was four. It was uh, fucking, uh, was, it, was it Chris Evans' character? I'm not sure. It's a movie I've seen one time, but the girl sticks out because that's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we've got Boom Boom. Um, girl, Evans. Because yeah. the, the, the Kati and Nagi twins, uh, they Those count as two, two. right? Yeah. That was my question. Did oh, they yeah. count as one? Oh, yeah, two? No, two. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so, so, so out of the, and you've seen it once, but who who's your favorite out of that? Out of those exes? Well, and then Brandon Roth was in there, too. Oh, so uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Natalie didn't count because that was Scott. Oh, me personally, it had to be Chris Evans. Like that whole skater bit, he had the fucking stunt doubles. <laughs> that, that reminded me of like Super Smash when you're fighting, and it's like, oh, a hundred Kirby's. Yeah, but they're all slightly different, and I'm like, that's that's how you do a video game versus, and it just. <laughs> what about you? Who's one of your favorites? Oh, I, I, I'm like Brandon Routh for a while, so when he, he always kind of stands out to me when he's in the thing. So if I go back and revisit it, I'm sure he's going to jump out again because oh, that yeah. Superman thing when he was in when he takes the bullet straight to the eyeball. I remember, yeah. that and he looks so much like Christopher Reeves, like he sells it. It's so good, and that was like the highlight of that trailer. Like, oh shit, a bullet would do that because he's Superman, <laughs> right? But too bad the movie couldn't he got, be Superman. Yeah. He's got that. He's got that steely gaze. Yeah. He and does. He, yeah. He's got that little nerdy look, it's, you know. It's kinda... just nerdy enough yeah. that you're like, hey, buddy. And he lo- looks like Truth, Justice, and the American Way. Well, and, uh, a little too American Way. But I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> someone, eyes, someone compared him uh, to uh, as a um, a modern-day Cary Grant, which okay. I can see. Yeah. He, he's, he's, yeah, you see, you see what I'm saying, you know? Now, I, I wouldn't put him in, you know, uh, what is it, North by Northwest, South by Southwest, East by East by, you know? Are you talking about the music festival? No. But he can't dance. Are you talking about the, uh, but South by, the movie was North by Northwest. Are you talking, you're not talking about East and West? No, I'm okay, talking about the, uh, I believe that was Hitchcock, right? Oh, I know. North by Northwest? Yeah. The one where the planes coming behind him. Oh, that's what that movie's called. Yeah. It was black and white. It that's wasn't black and white. Yeah. That was a colored movie. Nah. It was a colored movie, Kelsey. But no colors. It was yeah. probably a couple of you guys yeah, there. Yeah, behind the scenes. I don't know. 
I ain't watching. But yes, now I know that <laughs> reference. No, now I know that reference because I know I know exactly what scene you're talking about, but I've never seen it. Okay, uh, yeah, but anyway, so he's been called a modern day Cary Grant, and I can see it. Did you ever watch? Uh, did you watch the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover? Oh, I did. I'm a big Flash. I was head. literally about to bring that because that head. giving him that redemption if, yes. as that Superman. Oh, and with that suit that he had yes. on. Oh, uh, the old Frontier the bl- suit. Yeah. Oh, I loved that. Dope. That was pristine mm-hmm. right there. And even the, the creepiness, once again, because even Superman did that in a comic book, but they were yeah. reversed it on Supergirl, which is like, oh, mm-hmm. you've been working out, Ray. Like, yo, that's your cousin. Yo, yo, yo. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the problem when you, go, <laughs> when you go to a family reunion and you're like, I can't be looking at people. What's the deal with the little squirrely Lex Luthers now? Between him and Jesse Eisenberg, <laughs> and his, what is the deal with All that? Right. I want Lex to be. <laughs> yes, let's get into let's get All into right. Lex's real quick, and then we'll, so, we'll come back to the next point. Go for it, Kels. Even though he was, he was small, his this Lex, is a personal point for him. His Lex was small. the best live action Lex Luthor. Are you talking about Eisenberg? Me person? No, 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 John no, Cryer. Yes. John Cryer. John I love Cryer. him as an actor. I did not watch the show. I'm going to go back and revisit yeah. it when I get some time. But. but but he literally just popped up in Supergirl in the like last five episodes. Of the, we didn't even think Lex was going to be there. Then he get cast like from two and a half minutes. But then I saw it was like, well, no, that's Lex. He might not look like Lex, but the character and the way he sure. written it and how he portrayed it. That's they put the green exo suit on him too, I and know. I respect the shit out of that. Just like that, like thank you for technology. But my personal favorite Lex of all time would definitely be the Lex from the Tim, um, the Bruce Tim universe, from Just League mm. Unlimited and all that. We were Me talking personally. about Bruce Tim the other day, weren't yes, we? Yeah. Yes, we were. Well, okay, okay, and, and that's a question. We'll come back to that. I'll come because that's a question I got to ask. He's in a doom, baby. Um, but you know, John Cryer originally played Lex's nephew. Yes. Superman won. 4, Quest for Peace. The, the worst with, Superman um, ever. Oh. Richard Pryor? Uh, I, I, you know, that. I, I, I think that is, is that the Richard one? Pryor. No, 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 no. That was uh, that was Superman 3, I mm-hmm. want to say. Where he pulled the little with nuclear man? off his chest. And... Yeah, 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 yes. Um, John Pryor was in 3, I want to say. No, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Why did I say John Pryor? But John Cryer yeah. played Lex's nephew, and it was very 80s, very you know, like, uh, hey, <laughs> I'm a henchman. And so when he came to the role of Lex Luthor in this show, he's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to redeem myself as a Luthor, and uh, I'll be the best Lex they've ever seen. Word, he's so good. I do love a full circle. When when, well, he, oh, when, when he went there and uh, Tom Welling, who doesn't have his powers anymore, still grabs his fist, and he's like, I'm still stronger than you. Like, <laughs> I was like, I have money. This is just country strength. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's strong. Country He's strong. strong. But, that boy would be needing his corn. Before him, it was definitely old buddy from Smallville, who also does the voice Tom of the Wayne. Flash. Tom Wayne. No, no, no. no. Um, that Lex? Yeah. Uh, Who's? Roethlisberger. Um, Rose- Michael Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah. Thank you. He also who has one the- of the best podcasts out there, not to mention, you know, oh, just under one. this one. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. But he also does the voice of the Flash in the Bruce Timmy yeah, well. But his Lex was dope, too. Look at that. How come John Pryor looks like he's the lowest lane in that Richard movie? Pryor. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Why does Richard Pryor look like he's the lowest lane on that poster? Because he is. He's there behind Superman. He's like, a minority. He's just rubbing his back like, it's he's okay, baby. We're going to go home. He's like ah. all, all humans. That's why you have the human in the back behind the Superman. You know, he was digging out friend. Connie Chung before she got married to Les Moonves. Boom. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the more you know. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get um, sound effect budget. So, uh... <laughs> There is another point, but I, we're having a lot of fun right now, and I'm liking this. Um, so while we're on this random part of uh, you know uh, this conversation, we had a whole thing the other night. We were trying to figure out how many Bruce's, famous Bruce's we can name. I tried to name my son Bruce. My wife wouldn't let me. It was funny. Yeah, I love the name Bruce. See, okay, so I, so you the know new what I, your son? Hey, Jonathan, you know what your nickname is? Bruce. Sorry, Felix, just so you know. <laughs> I'm call, yeah, you but know we what? don't name him. The, the, the truth Bruce, is coming out right here. Felix, but I'm going to call him. Bruce, when you ain't around. <laughs> Secret you names. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Andy, real quick, uh, let's go ahead and get get some time on the clock. Uh, Andy, the clock uh, 60 go ahead. Seconds. 60 seconds. How many Bruce's, how many famous Bruce's can you name in 60 seconds? And go. Banner, Lee, Jenner, Brainer, if you want to count strains of stuff up in oh, the... Yeah. Oh, we didn't think about that one. Uh, anyway, 45 seconds on the clock there. Uh, uh, Bruce Babcock, my imaginary son. <laughs> okay. well, I'll, give, I'll give it him two for that. I'm giving him two points for that one. Hand him out. Oh, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. 
Oh, how could I forget Bruce Bruce? I lost my black card. I know. Let Bruce Bruce hit it. We literally. Damn. <laughs> and it's two I, Bruce's. I said Bruce Falange before I said Bruce Bruce. I know. <laughs> Who's Bruce Falange? You don't know who Bruce Falange is? Nah. Hollywood Squares. Where he was married to, what you call it? He was the chubbier, blonde guy. Oh, yeah. Ass. He had the best answers yeah, with the red yes, glasses yeah, and Sally yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, him? He had that big smile. He was Ellen exactly, before she was funny. That's exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about now. I know exactly. That's Bruce Falange. Yo. And he was married to Betty Grable, right? <laughs> I think he got remarried to I Betty Rubble after Barney died. <laughs> you both are the worst. Word. Okay. So let's we 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 we've done evil. We've done bumbling. Let's get into dysfunctional. And the one that comes to mind for me is the now Amazon famous, or is it HBO? It's Amazon. It's right? Amazon. Uh, the Prime. Boys. The mm. Boys. Uh, how familiar are y'all with The Boys? I watched both seasons, so yeah. as far as the TV series goes, very familiar. Okay, so then, you know what? In that case, we'll stick with the TV series for that. What about this team makes them, what about it makes it work? Now, I understand the way Billy Butcher puts it in season one. He says, we're Spice Girls. Art, who gives a fuck? It's like Jules' teeth. Exactly. Each one's their own color going to a different direction. <laughs> yeah, going to... <laughs> Yo, gotta follow your heart, your intuition. <laughs> this is some two can't Sam shit. Nah, like, follow the, No, that's the lyric to the song. I know, but yeah. like, fuck. Okay, yeah. so what about this? <laughs> Who's gonna save your soul? Man? <laughs> I believe that was well. I'm dying over here. <laughs> what about this team works for you guys? What works for them is the common goal, and they know how corrupt the boys uh, are. Not the boys, the seven, and what's the cap? Um, what's his name? No, 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 no. The Vaughn. Uh, yeah, that Vaughn, how corrupt they are. Vince Vaughn. And the society, so they know. The greater good needs to be saved from the quote-unquote greater good. So, okay, with this team, because they do stuff that uh, your classic DC Marvel hero would call pretty fucking evil. Or, to quote the show, diabolical even. Yes. Why is... What justifies their actions? Now, you're saying they know how corrupt the supers are. And it's more like for them, you have to fight fire with fire. Shouldn't you fight fire with water? Isn't that what puts fire out? Uh, not all fires. Like a grease fire. Yeah. Yeah. If you burn all the grease, it's no grease. <laughs> fire is like a bad drug. You just cut it with baking soda. It'll go out. It'll go out. Okay. Yeah. Yo. But wrong. the boys... <laughs> They get along so well because, again, it comes down to they have that unified force. The good guys have one unified force. And in their case, it's cape hate. They hate yes, anybody cape in a cape. Hate, I like that. You know, they are but against the police state. But not all capes are bad, right? No, but they're kind of like uh, normal lives matter. Okay. Yes. So, and, and because these, these, uh, these soups, these capes, they weren't born with their powers. We know that, now, obviously. Yes. Yeah. What was it in season one? We saw in the nightclub how they were laughing about the fact that he ran through dude's girlfriend. Oh, it was seeing when they had the little dude. To, oh, that that was. Take shit. money aside, they're the one percenters of power. Exactly. Because yes. who's going to question that? Who's going to stop them? Who can? Who can? No one. Even the superheroes are afraid of Homelander. What are you going to exactly. do? That's yeah. Because and they had the public uh, perception on their side too. Like That's government in the right? cape. Exactly. Like how can we go against them? Why would we think anything other than what they shown us? This motherfucker they, they can really tax are. me all he wants, and I have to pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, that's yeah. That's completely. Uh... Oh, here's a two hundred thousand dollar check for your dead girlfriend. Well, and, and that, and, and that's, that's what she was worth to me. Yeah, I guess. You <laughs> right. Because that's Plus that's interest. the dry cleaning bill. And that's yeah. only because I that's hit it. It. That's it. And we have not even been introduced to any kind of kryptonite for Homelander. Even even when uh, who was it? Um, not it was it Melanie, uh, the the lady who worked for the she was the assistant director of the CIA. And um, she's like, well, he doesn't have a weakness, but if he does, it's Sitwell. And yeah. then he fucking lasers her fucking face like, in. Oh, and... no. You thought he you, he did? <laughs> He's he like, it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. I'll kill her. I'll kill her myself. She lied to me. She's not my mommy. I mean, she's not my boss. <laughs> like, Yo, that scene did for what happened in 
um, season two. <laughs> well, I'm talking about that, but when, <laughs> when you made us believe that she was back, that part. That shit was wild with Doppelganger? Yes. Okay, Fuck me yeah. running, dude. But see, look, you're proving our own point here. Because we started off talking about the boys, and the conversation drifts into the more interesting Evil Seven. That's exactly right. What makes them more evil is because they're pretending that they're good. They all have their own motivations. They're not all motivated by the same damn thing. No. They're not motivated by being righteous. They're motivated by power and homelanders. That's where the drama is. It's like a little reality show happening inside (laughs) the team, you know? A-Train wants to be famous. Who knows what Black Noir wants? Yeah. We don't know. The Deep is a creep. I ain't tried for that to rhyme, but it just happened. Deep as a creep. And he's an environmentalist, and that's the only way for him to get his his point across if he's on a seven. So now you can listen to me and respect me more, even though people still don't give a fuck it's, about the environment. If you could get him and Lamplighter to be gay for each other, you'd solve this whole thing. Oh, issue. my God. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Flame on. Go ahead and send us. <laughs> go, go ahead and send us all of your fanfic about Lamplighter and the Deep. And, like he uh, peeling up his gills from the inside or something weird? Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Fish fillet? Fillet of fish? Yeah. yeah. There's the tar. Fish sticks? I smell yeah. what you're cooking. Yeah. You know what they say, batter up. And that's stupid. <laughs> that'll work. Um, okay, so I guess with the boys, you need a dysfunctional team that can work together to take down a publicly functioning team that is not communicating and falling apart. For real, because now I think about it, do they even go on real mission missions as like a squad? They, they do at some to, point. At some like, point, you know, yeah. the Avenger S Man. They, they, they. The way that they had it in season one was they did team ups. Okay, remember that? Oh yeah, that's true. And then in the in second season, now that uh, Sitwell's gone, you do have them all like when they all went after, um, Kimiko's but, brother. Yeah, or when they that was fucking when they wild. Went after the boys. Was, I did not see that coming. Yeah, that's did, I, did you see that Stormfront? Cut the whole her being a fucking Nazi. I kind of saw that, but I kind of also saw the stuff going on in Lovecraft Country. Nobody wants to talk about it. That's a tangent. We'll, oh, we'll, we'll get back to that man. later. And, yeah. yeah. Team Tig all day. Yeah, I was going to say, we, oh, fuck yes. Except, okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little sidetracked. We're having fun. We're having fun. Once again, it takes like the Watchmen, Lovecraft Country, and even the boys to bring about more real historical facts and relevance to situations that affect Americans. Without making it, because you don't have focus like, oh, this is a black issue. No, this is shit that happened in America. This is an issue. This is an issue. That's why we still have issues to this day because those issues weren't talked about and kind of swept under the rug. And some I people don't say know kind about of just absolutely. Well, yes, I was trying to be diplo- uh, diplomatic. When did we ever decide to do that on the show? I don't know. I just did. <laughs> you know, we gotta try to do things. Like right? sundowning, for example. <laughs> A lot of people, even black people, didn't know that was a thing because some things people don't want to talk about because why really of that? But Fuck it, Kelsey, run for anything. I'm going to vote for you. Uh, that's what Thank I'm you. saying, right? Hey. Uh, just, <laughs> just put me in your cabinet. Police, watch out. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's just put me in your cabinet. We the new Green Party. Blunts and recycling. That's the motto. Greendale 7. Stickers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because we are here for the human beings. <laughs> but yeah, because... Like you said, man, that um, I can't believe I passed out of that part of the boys when that um, revelation came about. That How did she fall asleep? I don't know. Like I thought I watched the whole episode, then I rewatched it with Ross. I was like, oh yeah, I totally missed all of that shit. When they when, when they Anakin Skywalker her and she's just speaking German. Oh, I see that. I that see was that. wild. That's what that was one crispy critter. Crispy cooter. <laughs> I didn't even look that close, but I bet it was. <laughs> Kills Criminal me, do get it done. That was wild. <laughs> so, that's my dysfunctional team. What, what, what dysfunctional teams do y'all lean towards? I gotta go Doom Patrol. Ah, yes! I do. Okay, because you, you always hear this trope. Everybody talks about, oh, a superhero. I don't want this power. This power is a responsibility. It's a burden. <laughs> yes. All this bullshit. No, fuck that. The Doom Patrol, fuck their powers. That's bullshit. Right. I'm a living brain in a robot body. I'm a girl oh. that can't keep my stuff together. I'm a half of... It's, their I, powers I, actually do suck, but somehow they find a way to pull works. it together. And, you know, the heroes talk about that singular motivation, but that happens to be family and like orphanage family and like come together family and diverse family. And that's, yes. that's something we got to speak to now. Absolutely, dude. And, and, and 
The fact that they put Cyborg on that team works so much better because he does fit in that same category as the rest of them. And, and he's cheaper to animate than Beast Boy. He's so much True cheaper that. to animate than Beast Boy. And now as you bring that up, like he makes more sense on that squad than he does Justice League, right. Justice League or the Teen Titans. No, because with the Doom Patrol, like you said, none of them want that. Yeah, he doesn't want it either. He didn't want to be a cyborg. Yeah. He, he just want to be a human. Mom. He didn't want to kill his mom. He just want to play football. And he's. it makes sense for him to be on this team. And it works so well. So what about the Doom Patrol and their shitty, not shitty powers, because they're shitty just situation. Just unwanted. Yeah. Like, they're, unwanted. They're, they're awesome powers. They haven't figured it out yet. Exactly. And that's kind of the thing. Is there? Because one's a middle-aged, washed-up you know, driver. And one's an actress that's been around forever. One's for a high school ever. kid that <laughs> never even got to use it before it got blown off. You know, I mean, <laughs> oh wow. my God. How do you, a dying a virgin is one thing, but living the rest of your but life is living one? Living a virgin. Exactly. I, Andy, I Andy, I, I need that on a shirt. I didn't even think about Dying that. a virgin is one thing, but living your whole life is one is infinitely worse. That is, you heard it here first, folks. Um, it just got blown away. I just got blown away. Before you got blown. I'm saying. Now, that could be a Decepticon, too. I mean, you could kind of... <laughs> Some techno-organic virus type shit. I mean, Data pulled it off. Yeah. Literally, I think. Then you could pull it off. You had different attachments and shit. Like <laughs> you both. Uh, I'm just saying. No, it, it works. You're giving I mean, me all these mental images of just cyborg. It's not canon yet, but we can be right. We can, you know what? It's his phantom limb. New... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if uh, any of the writers for Doom Patrol listen to this show next season, please show us um, his <laughs> his sensitive penis. <laughs> his sensitive penis is my favorite new HBO series. Oh no, that's his Dark Materials. Sorry, wrong show. Um, Are they talk about sensitive penis in there because I still need to watch it. You never watched it? No, I was planning on. I planned on it, but it just hasn't happened. And now that I know season two is coming, yeah, might be enough. out already. But out of Doom Patrol, list. who's your favorite? Oh, man, that comes. You know, I, I gotta say, the professor. Really? Yeah, I really. Because he's Dalton. nuts, man. It's like I want to <laughs> know what's behind Bond. it. I like the the intrigue behind it. You know, Bond. he wants to be Professor X. He's not quite he's there. Not you quite know, I mean, not as X. But he he disappears and he vanishes. And I dream about doing that to my family every day. <laughs> dream, 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 dream. <laughs> My favorite Doom Patrol member has to be the national treasure that is Brendan Fraser and Robot Man. Oh yeah, like just him him saying "fuck" is just like I just it is it. He's so pure, and then he comes across like yeah, yeah. But you would too if you woke up and you realize I'm just a brain in a tin can. I can't feel and like even the scene where his car goes under the semi just like it comes out orange. Just like you make you like you jump to make sure your head is still connected. And then, like, the episode when he finally meets his daughter, fights the alligator, and how him and Jane were trying to connect. But Jane's like, I'm not your fucking daughter. You can't make me be her. She doesn't even love you. I'm like, damn, Jane, he's just trying to cope. But it works. He's trying to to be a man. You lost your family. You lost your body. You damn sure got no fucks left to give. You know, oh, my God. And being in that body, being in that robot body, again... Not even a good one. Not even a good one. You got this this motherfucking thing from the Fantastic Four looking head. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And then you had Cyborg, like, Loki's, like, almost him, but a little shinier and new. Do you think that ever, like, really hits his mind where he's like, I could have been that good? Yeah. Well, he's looking at it because they had Cyborg's head. Right there in the show, he's like, man, I can hit this dude up for a suit. And then they murked the dude, but I think right into the season. So you didn't have that chance to go. No, exactly. and because he could have been. Yeah. Whole he's thinking like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Iron Man this up. Yeah. Nope. Like, no, you're not, <laughs> You keep that shit from the 80s. You are literally just the Mark One that he made in the fucking cave, and that's all you get. Could you imagine if Iron Man kept that same armor? Like, you better be fucking, lucky we get uh, that. Until Endgame, and yeah. he's just there. The Widowmaker? <laughs> or no, the ex-wife. The ex-wife I was going to say, yeah. I call my fist the Widowmaker in case I punch someone who's married. Like, no, 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 no. I got this, Tony. It's called the ex-wife. Camera tech. That yeah. was so good. Yeah, that yeah. was, like, a little perfect. Of course it, it didn't work. Made in America? Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, Justin I, it's got to be Crazy Jane. 
Ah, good call. That's gotta oh, be she's crazy. so good at that too, man. That actress oh, yeah. nails oh, it. It's it's. She was the best part of Orange Is the New Black. I was about to say, I didn't realize that was her until I didn't. IMDb. I was like, who the fuck is Chris from Orange Is the New Black? The one that got no, sent- she wasn't the best part. Crazy Eyes was the best. Oh yeah, part yeah, of that yeah by without far, doubt, but- without doubt. But then it was like she got shipped off to Ecuador, and we don't know what happened to her. And it's like that's real world stuff to segue to like Orange New Black. We can talk about dysfunctional teams. There's a lot of teamwork yeah. in that show that went awry, but it was just one of the things that overall the show didn't really know its tone because it wanted to be serious, but then it wanted to be comedic. And certain issues in that show weren't funny at all. So I just think if they would have known how it was going to end, they would have had an overall better tone for it. I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, but when you have a show that, you know, has so many comedic actors in it, True that. you know that the director and the writer want to add that level of comedy. But there's still some topics that you can't just come in hee-hee-ha-ha about. Exactly. And then you've got a British counterpoint or a, a, a counterpart to that, Wentworth. Have you Wait, I thought Wentworth? it was Australian. I've not seen Wentworth. Uh, maybe it's Australian. Okay. But, um, now my mom, my mom's love. Yeah, oh, when, Wentworth story. goes hard. Wentworth does uh, the the topics that Orange is the New Black kind of has a hard time addressing because it's you know heavy, heavy situations. So you watch all of it. Mm-hmm. So you know about the chick dying, they was buried and came back. They try to be like, I didn't know who I because my mom was playing all that shit to me. Like, wait, that's happening on this shit. Your mom and I need right. to go get coffee and uh, talk about Wentworth. Fuck man, yeah. Wentworth is. <laughs> Wentworth is a wild ride that by the end of each season, you're left with your jaw on the floor. And there's some teamwork, but there's also a whole lot of fucking Tom fuckery. Mm. You know? Mm. I'm your friend. No, I'm not. I ain't your fucking friend. Shit. I'm stab you some more. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, going back to a little bit more team stuff, last one I'm going to get into, because you mentioned the, um, the orphan family mentality kind of deal. Orphanage, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that brings me to a team that we have talked about, but I still I still think it's one of the best dysfunctional teams, and that is the the the, the members of the Umbrella Academy. I uh, knew so. Uh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Assembled, being told their siblings the whole way through, and then finding out like yeah. hey, about the time you're getting your superpowers that you're adopted. Yeah, yeah. Like, Alright, brothers and sisters, because he doesn't look. She don't look like he. He's pretty hot though. I'm gonna hit that. <laughs> I'm saying, right? Um, hey, Dad. Quick in question. <laughs> I know when I look at Allison, my peepee goes to doing, doing, doing. I heard a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> you had a boner. Allison, stop it. <laughs> this is where the video is gonna come in handy yeah, when we're doing all this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's floppy. Be, well, it's a boner. It can't be floppy. I mean, unless I'm it's... 40, it goes either way. <laughs> bone in, bone out. Bone in and bone Just don't waste one. That's all I'm saying, you young guys. <laughs> you got one, use it. <laughs> yeah, I can't all the time. Sometimes, you know, you're there, you're watching TV, and you're like, well, that rubbed against the denim in a weird way. <laughs> yep, I guess we're here now. Yeah, I'm that's changing why, shorts. That's why I can't take naps on the couch anymore without a blanket or a pillow. Because I wake up and I'm like, how many people walked by me on the couch and saw that I was just like, again, pushing denim. Denim, denim, denim. <laughs> yeah, denim, denim, denim. <laughs> Daniel's got a boner. <laughs> Daniel's got a boner. What's new? I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, dysfunctional. <laughs> dysfunctional. Orphan. Even though, even though the Umbrella Academy, the, the teammates there, even though they don't work well together, sometimes they work real fucking well together. Well, they did when they were kids because... They were the shit. Like, they were on team, Tiger Beat, <laughs> all that shit. So it was like, but then, you know, who was it? Three that was killed and everything turned. Ben, yeah. Yeah, Ben, as soon as he died, like, that's when everything just changed. But he got stronger when he died. He got weird. stronger. Oh, I can do that. Stronger, sir. Stronger. 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 <laughs> he had that strength. And that's the thing, too. Strong. You don't think about in real time because they didn't show us that way, but. He was haunting um old uh, Klaus. Klaus for all these years. Now, now, Klaus now, is my favorite character. Klaus is yeah, absolutely. It's it's Klaus, and then it's uh, number five. Oh, number five's fun. I like him He's because fun. he that kid should not be that good at acting like an old piece of shit man, but he does it so well. He does good. I think he even hunches too. Like he, he's yeah, like, yeah. He's like he does. He, he takes that. Yeah. Even like, when he gets into like, yeah, yeah, yeah like he's, yeah. It's, it's that crotchety old man who's not going to take your shit and mm-hmm. will fight you. And then when you see the old man that he was, it makes sense. <laughs> You're like, yep. Yeah. Eh, yep. Now, <laughs> one 
what was it, season two, where he's like, I'm older than you. Like, you're the young one to the old guy. Yeah. Hmm. Man. It's they such a beautiful dynamic that. to see spelled out on TV. Exactly. You know, it's like what young Sheldon wishes it was. Oh, exactly. man, young Sheldon. I don't know who's... I didn't even... I, I, sorry to even bring that up. That's blasphemy <laughs> here. Andy, no, 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 no. Andy, you've listened to the it show. Is, you know how I feel. I tried. I'm sorry. I'd yeah. rather sit here and talk about... I'm going to go my Alex Jones voice. My religion for about another hour <laughs> and how the water's turning the frogs gay. That was good. Thank you. Like... <laughs> Big Bang was okay. You gotta pop a vessel up here. For three seasons. <laughs> then, once you realize, oh, it's always gonna be the same shit. It's recycled over yeah, and over. Yeah, right. Well, I can't just, no. I, I remember it's like just the... getting through it, like married sex. It's like, I'm gonna knock this out. Yeah. I know how it's gonna begin. <laughs> I know how it's gonna end. Andy, you're killing it today, man. I'm loving this. We're definitely having you back on this show. Man. Anytime, this is, man. I'm happy to be is, here. This is fantastic. Oh, straight to the. <laughs> no! <laughs> God damn it, Kelsey. Wait, All right. Right now, kiss So we're coming, we're coming up to the end of the show here. Um. <laughs> Uh, let's go around honorable mentions. And my last question to you guys is, um, if you had a chance to be on any of these teams, which team would you pick and why? Andy, any honorable, honorable mentions that you have for teams in these categories and, uh, which team would you be on and why? Well, my honorable mention, of course, I didn't bring them up earlier because we always talk turtles on the show where you guys always yes, do. Yes, we but do. I've got the Shredder tat. I got to bring up Shredder, Bebop, Man, and Rocksteady. Yes. That's a great bumbling team. They're super yes. funny. They're the great antithesis to the moral you're supposed to learn at the end of the show. Right? Yeah, they're they're no moral. Yeah, so I got to throw that out there. But if I was going to be anybody on any team, yes, I got to be somebody. Uh, seriously, on the last one we talked about, the Doom Patrol. I want to live in that mansion. I want no real like. Obligation, no real responsibility. It's like I'll fight that crime if I want to, but otherwise, man, I'm watching this. <laughs> or, or those sentient butts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't want to live in a donkey's ass yeah. or anything. But, but, but if I could do anything, if I wanted to go anywhere, I'd be on Doom Patrol and I would live on Danny the Street. Oh my God. I don't even yes. have to be a hero. I just want to live there and hang out and just kind of bounce around. With those cats. So, so okay, you'd be like when uh, they brought Leonardo DiCaprio in on, what was that, Growing Pains? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you, just, you'd be just You didn't even know I'm kid. famous, That's but right. I'm going to be. I'm good. <laughs> just like he was in Critters. Yeah. That's exactly right, yeah. Oh, man, you'd be the neighborhood kid who comes to the Doom Patrol and like, what's going on today? You're going to save the world, huh, mister? Yeah, and then 25 <laughs> years later, I'm sipping brandy on a meme. That's it. Andy, then some goals. Okay, Kelsey, honorable mentions. What team would you be on and why? Think about well, it, baby. Mentions, I want to go with for Michelle, um, Gotham City Sirens. Yeah, because mm, you don't nice. see too many um, villainous groups of women. That's true. That actually are iconic. So them and also the Gang Green Gang and the Amoeba Boys from Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> yeah, they <were> idiots. <laughs> the Amoeba Boys. The um, Amoeba Boys. And like that voice I just did. That's one of the things I love about them. Like, are we gonna go fight the pop up girls today, bus? Yeah, like <laughs> right, it's that same thing. It's the it's the fucking Looney Tunes Bugs Bunny, that little the mob boss guy smacking the big yeah. guy or South Park and Shut God, up, gee, I'm telling you, boss, we're gonna get there. The, yeah, the big guy who's just got his arms up here and he's just <laughs> Mugsies. <laughs> And if I could be on any team, even though they're bad people, I might have to go with the seven just because I like merchandising. I like seeing my face places, so why not? You do have a bit of a Queen Maeve look about you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Biceps. Strong. You're strong. But I won't want, would like to try to be the starlight in this situation. Mm. Maybe I can help bring some good into this. By being on the inside. Okay, see, you know what? I, I can respect Not that. really, but I would try. So. Oh, so you're really the deep. But not that deep. Well, no. That's what not. she said. Obviously yeah. not. Yeah, no, it's not. About three it's inches? more like shallow. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like dribble? Sometimes you just gotta work the surface. Indeed. I'm lava, not mad, but baby. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, let's you, see. <laughs> you got me, man. You really messed me up. And and you know what? We we kind of mentioned them at the beginning, but I will give another honorable mention to the delightful children from down the lane. Yes, that was just one of the best things where you find out in that movie that they were the missing kids next door team. 
They were the original one through five. That's crazy. It's so fucking good. And then... My manipulation. My manipulation. And then the fact that number one's dad and father have been siblings this whole time. Of course. Right? It makes sense. It's that classic... You, you, you have to have some familial relation to cause some sort of fallout, to cause an organization of children fighting a war for you, did to cause ever, two by four technology. Did they explain how um, Father had the ability to shapeshift? Um, it was when he gave himself over to the powers of darkness. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because when, when they depowered yeah. him, he was a nerd. Of course. He, he's just a nerd. Of course. He ain't getting no pussy. Of course. He ain't getting no dick. So those aren't his kids. Then? Those are not his kids. Oh, those shit. were the those were the kids next door operatives that just... came to stop him, and he turned them into the delightful children from down the lane. Mm-hmm. I'm saying. So that's my honorable mention. If I could be part of any dysfunctional team that we've talked about today, I mean, just for the fun, just for the he he's and the ha has, I'd be rock steady. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I want to fight the turtles, but I also don't want... Even, even when I lose, I win, you know? Because I still get to come home. I still get to hang out. That's true. Still got my best pal by my side, and we're having a good time. So, yeah, that's it, that's it for me. Um, This is the end of the show. Andy, thank you so much for being here with us today. Yes. I can't describe what an honor it is to be here. This is living a dream. I'm hanging out in a comic shop after hours uh, yes. on the yes. coolest podcast oh. in Colorado Springs. <laughs> yeah. The best place in Colorado Springs. If anybody's out there, please look up Escape Velocity. This is the place to be. I walk in the door. They know my name. They know yep. everything about me. This is the spot to be. We know everything about him. He they really in, do. Uh, we ask how that mole's doing. We ask uh, how the shower was. Was it too hot? We know it was. It's weird. When I ask Alexa tonight, sometimes <laughs> Daniel will answer like, Andy, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you asking me that? Why are you asking me? <laughs> um, anything you want to plug, where can the people find you? Uh, man, you can kind of find me running around these streets, hanging out with these kids. I don't have a whole lot going on. I'm Andy Babcock on Facebook. I'm on a little bit of Instagram, a little bit of Twitter. You can find me if you want to look. And if I'm not mistaken, and this might be you know, peeking too much behind the kimono, but we do have you, <laughs> we do have you uh, kind of lined up for a show that we have coming out later on next year. Oh, absolutely, man. There's a Star Wars, Star Trek episode, Outer Space episode coming up. And if we ever want to get into like some, some history of cartoons, and oh, I can talk yeah. about how Vanessa Coffey changed everything <laughs> in the world when it comes to cartoons. Oh, when Shell's back, we'll get feminist with it. Let's go. I was talking a little bit more about Space Pirate Radio. Oh, yeah, bring that on, too. Oh, we want to talk about, oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying, because there, there's, there's a project that you may have heard earlier this year we were talking about. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, so you, if, if I'm not mistaken, and maybe, again, showing too many cards. Fair enough. But you're going to be a recurring character on our space drama that's coming out next year. That's news to me, and I'm happy to hear with, it. Uh, with the one that Chris is writing. Yeah, I, I auditioned for it. I threw up my Oh, he, okay, okay, my, so he didn't. I hadn't heard anything. So he told so. me, um, well, again, maybe you showed too many cards. Oh, but, well, right. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. Live on air. Don't edit this out. <laughs> yeah, this is... <laughs> you gotta speak these into Chris, if you're listening to this, well, I, uh, you know what? Hey, the news has been delivered. It's official. Uh, We're holding you to it. Kelsey. That pigeon has landed. What do you want to plug? Where can the people find you? Um, What do I want to plug? Let's see. How about I plug... I don't know. Word. No. I'll plug the new... The new old Thundercats series that's on Hulu right now. Uh, the one from 2010, I want to say. 2010 or 2011. That was, 2011. A, that was an underrated yes. series, and it should have yeah. kept going. Maybe HBO Max will revive it before they ever fucking touch the Venture Brothers. HBO, bring back Venture Brothers. Not to step on toes, but you talked about talking behind the curtain. Aren't you uh, recording an episode of a podcast after this you might want to plug? Yes. Yeah. Yo, where the caption at? You talking about dysfunctional teams that get the job done? That's all. That's that's you, me, and Ross. <laughs> Where I was going to include you, but thanks for doing it. <laughs> you just stepped right in. You literally, <laughs> right in my you literally, <laughs> was not about you literally mentioned me at the beginning of every episode. I know, but it doesn't mean I was going to mention you now. Fine, we can we can record that. All right, cool. But like I was going to say, leave all this no, no, it's fine. <laughs> we can be the Rowdy Rough Boys. It's cool. I'm more of a gang green gang guy. Ah, see, that's why I didn't include you. It was more of a bebop rock steady thing. I already said I was rock steady. No, you yeah. crank. You don't listen. No, no you're the crank. No, no, no. And I'm no. talking about between me and yeah, you. I'm I'm saying, I'm saying, with you. You're not even crank, you're the body. And? Yeah. That's I am crank. the body. That's crank. I am the body. Ew. 
And the blood of Christ. I knew, I knew <laughs> as soon as you said the body. We almost made it a whole episode without Jesus ever touching this. See, I went crank the body of Ventura. Uh, and you got the body, so it works too. Did you call him? <laughs> he has one, not... Yeah, the token bald white guy. I get it. You got to invite one every once in a while just to give yourself know, credibility. Is what? TJ Bald? Was TJ Bald? They wear hats? <laughs> you want you ask him? Hey! Word. John Luke Picard. Can't wait for the Star Trek episode. That's what's up. <laughs> okay, uh, where can the people find you, Kelsey? Oh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Kels for Show. Also, you can find me on Escaping Podcast. Yo, where to capture that? And also on YouTube under The Escaping Network. Make sure you guys subscribe, watch the videos, leave comments, do all that jazz. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for me, anything I want to plug, as far as teams go and teamwork goes, um, I want to plug all of you out there. And I do mean that sexually and uh, emotionally. With your consent, of course. No, Always. Always. And we don't subscribe to the OnlyFans. Subscribe to the link. That's right. That's right. Uh, be the best team you can be out there as, as, as dysfunctional as you are and as uh, bad and bumbling as you are because none of us are perfect. We can't all be me. Um, yeah, that's right. I went there. You can find me on Facebook, Daniel Rojas. Instagram, I think I'm just going to fucking delete it. Uh, Michelle said she's going to try and manage it, but uh, I mean, there's, I, I don't really post on there. Uh, as far as um, Facebook and Instagram, Escaping Podcast. And make sure you go ahead and comment and let us know who your favorite dysfunctional, bad, or bumbling team is. Uh, we love doing this with you guys. We love doing it for you guys. And uh, today, we are going to leave you with a song by Hello Mountain. And that is The Window. Hello Mountain is a local Colorado band. Make sure you check them out. You've heard some of their songs on our podcast before. Fucking great sound. I think they even have a new single out. And... Um, Maybe we'll get, uh, you know, be able to put that on here coming up soon, you know, in the the next uh, month or so. So if you guys are listening, tell me and uh, we'll play it. If you or anyone else you know would like to have your music featured on the show, please email us at escaping.podcast at gmail.com. I love you guys. I can't wait to put my clothes back on. This has been a great night. Remember, there can only be one chum bucket. If you ever need to be a part of a team that's not full of shit, bubbling, or dysfunctional, psych. We all of that. You can always be an escapee. Stay on canon, y'all. The morning had passed us. Steady on the bed. The sun drifting through the window by my head.
Still too. 